from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, the gimmick table, always bringing the heat. Here they are, the brothers of the D. Welcome back to The Gimmick Table. I'm Big Ben Brewer. I'm The Dan Brewer. And we are the Brothers of the D. We have a very elite episode for you. So sit back, relax, and here comes the heat. Elite, elite, elite. And it's time for the Elite Report. The all, all elite wrestling news. Dan, what do you got? Well, we'll start off with John Moxley is the new IWGP United States Champion. Who was happy to be free. Yeah. He defeated Juice Robinson at, He's the on Super, a roll. at the Super Juniors. And if you haven't seen this match, I put out on our social media yesterday. I highly you recommend did. you do. This was a physical match. They took the storyline back to their times in FCW together. And That's cool. That's they cool. kicked each other. I got to check it out. I got to check it they out. They kicked each other's butts. It was a phenomenal match. Um, obviously, John Moxley's persona in New Japan, he's called the Death Rider John Moxley because everybody's got a nickname. Everybody's got a nickname in New Japan, yeah. And his finishing maneuver is in New Japan, which is the Death Rider, which is Dirty Deeds, but he picks them up in the air and DDTs them. So he, 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 he does the double-arm DDT, but instead of dropping straight down, he picks them up and then drops them. Wow. So it's called the Death Rider. So okay. he came out again and said that he's putting his name in the hat for the G1 Climax. So John Moxley will also be in the G1 Climax for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Good deal. He's on fire ever since getting yep. released and is free now. Another quick New Japan note in this All Elite Report. Kenta, formerly known as Hideo Itami, made his debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling. We talked about him before yes, when we he did. left WWE. He is now a member of the New Japan roster. Great move for him. Great move for him. He is free as well. So, <laughs> there was some interesting news, and actually you brought this up right before we went on Right air. before, because I said, what? And so, Brian Cage was supposed to be in the Double or Nothing Casino Royale Battle Royal. Apparently, because well, he's the Impact World Champion. Yes, he is. And, you just informed me of that. And apparently, from from what I was gathering, there was a phone call made from the brass at Impact to Tommy Dreamer. We all know Tommy Dreamer was in the Battle Royal. But yes. Tommy Dreamer is also part-time creative for Impact Wrestling. He helps them, and he does... He and, is, and the he is Savior. On, and he is on... He is on television form right now. He is, and but that's all I see is Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer for Impact Wrestling. Apparently, Tommy Dreamer replaced Brian Cage in this in this battle royal. Brian Cage has a talent contract with Impact Wrestling, which Impact Wrestling said him appearing at AEW's pay per view would violate that. So, being Tommy Dreamer was there to help out Cody and the Bucks and Kenny and and Tony Khan backstage. They just they didn't want any problems, and so Tommy Dreamer took his spot in the Casino Battle Royale. Wow. And next up, we all know that June 29th in Daytona Beach, Florida, at the Ocean Center, is Fighter Fest, which is, uh, we talked about that earlier, uh, yeah. which is a combination going along with the CEO gaming company yes. having their fighter tournament. Um, and go and coincide with uh, obviously uh, the pay-per-view Fighter Fest, and we all know that John Moxley will make his in-ring debut for All yes. Elite Wrestling, and he's going to take on the Bad Boy, Joey Janela. And if you're a fan of independent wrestling, you know who Joey Janela is. Prior to John Moxley becoming Dean Ambrose and going to WWE Developmental and and ultimately going to WWE. He wrestled in uh, CZW. 
him and Joey Janela had some matches in CZW. So there's some major no-love-loss history with these two. I believe John went to Cody and the Bucks and Kenny and Tony Khan and said, here's a list of guys that I want to wrestle. Right. Obviously, Joey Janela was on that list. Obviously, and that to be his first in-ring debut with All Elite Wrestling. Kind of like how when Cody went independent... He, he made the big gimmick about the list. His and, list and who and he, he wanted to take them off. Yeah. He had boxes and marked them off. Well, Moxley's at that point. Moxley has that. It's just not part of his gimmick. But right. he is saying, okay, here's who I want to fight. And Joey Janela apparently is on top of the list. Yeah. So, and uh, as you said earlier, and I think you put it up on our social media, and I checked it out, was uh, the very first episode of uh, uh, The Road to Fighter. Road to Fighter Fest. And yes. uh, John Moxley cut an unbelievable promo, so that's more things to come with that. Uh, he's cutting some great stuff right now. And uh, he cut a great one on Joe Janela. Yeah, the Road to Fighter Fest is replaced the Road to Double or Nothing on the American Nightmare YouTube channel. Again, I'm, right. I'm sure by now you guys are all subscribed to it, but if you haven't. Subscribe. Um, the Nightmare we'll help family. Out All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, just help subscribe out All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> just subscribe yeah. to it because we're going to continue to talk about All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, briefly, we'll talk about some some things you should be subscribing to. You should be subscribing to Being the Elite. Being the Elite. You should be vis- subscribing to um, the Nightmare Family. Nightmare Family, yes. And subscribe to Sammy Guevara, his YouTube channel. There's a lot of crossover between the three now, so definitely subscribe to those three YouTube channels, and of course, All Elite Wrestling's YouTube channel. Correct, yes. And uh, let's take a look at some of these, because the card, the card for Fighter Fest is working its way out. What we do know, Cody Rhodes will be taking on Darby Allen, and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega will team up in a six-man tag team grudge match. With the Lucha Brothers and a mystery opponent. We know originally this was supposed to be Pac. Yes, but nah. But now it's As not. we all know, Pac is uh, Pac is Pac, and he's not with All Elite Wrestling. And if you watch Being the Elite, you've known that Matt Jackson booked this match. Michael Nakazawa versus the president of the CEO Gaming Network in and, a hardcore match. In a match. hardcore match. So this is interesting. The CEO of he, he, uh, he the, the president pres- of CEO Gaming, yeah. excuse me. Is a, guess a, is a big-time wrestling fan. He's a big-time wrestling fan. He's got a personal relationship with Kenny Omega. This is how this yes. came about. This is how this all came out to marriage these two so, together for so, this great event. So if you're interested in Fighter Fest, this is showing you, this has got Kenny Omega's uh, fingerprints. This is Kenny. As, as this, the, is heard, booking, this is his booking, This is his booking. This is his baby. Fighter Fest is Kenny Omega's baby. Because I guess Kenny's also big in the, in the gaming world. He's, he is. He's big in uh, these... Um, these uh, game tournaments and stuff like that. So this is uh, this is kind of Kenny's Kenny's baby when he took it to the rest of the boys, and this is kind of his uh, baby. And um, so that's what we do know that's booked for Fighter Fest right now. But as they will, as we will continue, we'll start continue talking about how the cards filling out for the next pay per view on June 29th in Daytona Beach, Florida, at and the with, Ocean Center. And with the road to Fighter Fest, that would be where you're going to see. Your- yeah. Your updates along with on being the elite, but if you don't subscribe to that, you can always you can always listen to us here on the gimmick table. The next uh, pay per view that we're uh, talking about uh, is just a little, as we know, uh, the fight for the fall, and that's the other one that's out now. They've got the tickets are on sale for both events. This is going to be in July, July thirteenth or fourteenth, thirteenth or fourteenth, obviously July thirteenth. You know, and so far the car, this is the three that's on the card right now. The three as the as this card is continuing to make it a process. We know that a young bucks will take on Cody and Dustin. Cena uh, will take on Kenny Omega. And then Brandy Rhodes makes her in ring debut for All Elite Wrestling, and she's going to take on Allie. Allie from Impact. Yes. Formerly of Impact. Formerly of Impact. Now she's Alley of Elite. Yep, she's making her debut. This is also where, if you watched uh, Road to Double or Nothing, this is also where Brandy offered B. Presley a contract, and she will be making 
her debut at Fight for the Fallen as well. There's no match scheduled yet, but she will be making her debut. Right, as the card is uh, as ever evolving, but that's just right now. Those three matches are the ones that have been signed for the Fight for the Fallen in July. Um, and they've also announced that Double or Nothing is all out on August 31st at the at the Sears Center in Chicago. They're coming back. Yes. And uh, we know that there's one match book for that already, and that's obviously the All Elite World Heavyweight Championship between Hangman Page and Chris Jericho. And the winner of that will be the first AWE World Heavyweight Champion. So what we're going to do right now, Dan is going to put his booker hat on right now. And Dan is going to do a fantasy booking for All Elite in August at the Sears Center. So All Out's coming up in August on the 31st at Sears Center. So Cody has said that Cody is the one that likes to talk in the uh, press conferences because Matt and Nick don't do a lot of talking and Kenny don't. Um, but Cody, you Cody's get him started. Cody will run the mouth. His mouth. Yeah. Cody's the mouth of the of the company. Cody will run his mouth and give you more information than maybe you should at this point. He stated that Cody. He stated that double or nothing, or Las Vegas during Memorial Day, and Chicago during Labor Day weekend are going to be their two major pay per views, kind of like their WrestleMania SummerSlam. Right. They're going to revolve it around there, and they're going to be booking with the StarCast convention. Correct. So that's the plans for their major pay-per-views. Correct. All Out is going to be the last pay-per-view before TV starts. TV starts on TNT. So this pay-per-view is really going to ramp up storylines and get things started. Kind of, okay, introduce the company to where, okay, now we're ready to roll out our TV. So, with that being said, I put together a card here, and again, this is fantasy booking. There's no reports or rumors. There's no spoilers. This I'm not breaking the news. Straight up, Dan, the fantasy booker. Yeah. And, and he's going to book the all-out pay-per-view. I, I mean, some of these matches i put together by watching things that have happened on Being the Elite, Road Double or Nothing, and, and, and whatnot on their YouTube channels, but he's done this, his homework. This is kind of what I'm looking at to what if I was booking all out, what I think a fantasy card would be. So what I want to do, I'm going to go down match by match, kind of explain why I put these guys together, and I want to get your reaction, Big Ben. And this is the way you're going to. This is the first match is kicking the uh, yes. kicking all. Okay, all right. So I'm doing it as in how. All right, I I'm sitting have down. Them. I got myself. I'm ready. I've got all elites. Come on, Jim Ross, uh, Excalibur, and uh, Alex Marvez. Alex Marvez. Ready they're ready to roll. First match. So Justin gonna, Roberts hits the ring, and what so, does he say? Well, we're gonna start with our pre-show. Oh, I didn't, I didn't put it. Well, down anyway, on, Justin Roberts. Okay. And on last week's episode of Being the Elite, SCU sitting around in the hotel room, and Christopher Daniels gets a phone call, and it's Cena. He said Cena wants a match with him. So what a better way to kick off the biggest pay-per-view of the year for All Elite Wrestling? Correct. And the setup to television. Let's start the show with Cena versus Christopher Daniels on the on the on the pre-show. Mm, Christopher Daniels and Cena to kick the show off. So All right. Th- th- those two were involved right. in the six-man tag match between SCU and Stronghearts. Correct. Of, of OWE. OWE, yes. So I thought, what a better way. Very to get, impressive. To get two guys who can go in there that's been our our veterans to kick this thing off. Correct. And they're going to put on a heck of a show. Yes. So my first match on the pre-show, which I have two, is going to be Seema versus Christopher Daniels. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. It, it, yeah. If anything, like what they did in that triple threat, in that double, well, six-man tag team match, and uh, for double or nothing, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. That's I'm ready. So my second match of the pre-show okay. is going to be a four-way number one contender match for the AAA Tag Team Titles. Okay. All right, all right, number one contenders, so, all right. So you know I like tag teams. So yes, this, tag this, team wrestling. We've got tag team wrestling on this show, and I wanted to include it on the pre-show as well. So the four-way number one contender match will consist of Private Party. Private Party. Versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Okay, now tell me who Private Party is again. Pri- Remind me. Private Party and our is listeners. The, Private Party is the new tag team. They were both in the Casino Battle Royale. 
They were the black tag team that came from the independents that are okay. extremely athletic. Now I remember. That that kind that they're looking for. So I have Private Party, Party. versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Angelico and Jack Evans, versus okay. Versus a tag team that they're wrestling on the indies together, so I'm putting them together in AEW. Versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Versus the Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And they were the team that came out and took out Best Friends. Oh, that's Angelico those guys. Okay. That is my number one contenders match for the AAA Tag Team Titles. All right. I like it. Of course, we love tag team wrestling. Yeah, on, on yeah. The plus, table. you need. I mean, obviously, if they're if All Elite is helping AAA to promote their this tag team um, tag team belts, you know. Yeah. And you'll see why I'm 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 doing a little bit heavy of the tag team titles for AAA on this card. Uh, you'll hear why in our opening match that's going to jerk the curtain on, on the main paper. The main card. We're going to the main card and we're jerking the curtain, okay? So, what do we got? we're leading up television. Correct. So, to me, you would want your top titles established and introduced ready for television. Correct. So, we already know that All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship is going to be decided between Hangman Page and Chris Jericho in the main event. We already know that one. And... So I thought, what's the major titles? Well, you've got the world title, the women's title, and the tag team titles. Correct. Well, since we have the AAA titles, and we have a working relationship with AAA, we can worry about the AEW tag team titles last, and not showcase it until after TV starts. To give something exciting for TV. Okay. So, we're going to start off our show with the AEW Women's Championship... We're going to have a ladder match. Ladder match. The ladder match is going to consist of Hikaru Shaddai, Allie, B. Presley, Kylie Ray, Britt Baker, Brandy Rhodes, and Sadie Gibbs. <laughs> a seven-woman ladder match for to, the AEW Women's Championship. To determine the women's champion. To return the women's champion. So we got Shida, we've got Allie, B. Presley, Kylie Ray, Britt Baker, Brandy Rhodes, and Sadie Gibbs. For the AEW Women's Championship to start the show off on a ladder match. They want to push their women's division. Let's well, start I mean, off with let's, a bang. Yeah, let's, yeah. And again, this Bring, is fantasy booking. This is just me, what I would like to see. But also as a fan, to me, I don't think you need to go in. You're building this up. You're bringing, you brought Awesome Kong in at double or nothing. You know, you got, you're established in a women's division. And you want something special for that women's division to be remembered for to start off, and that is a ladder match for the right. women's title. All right, I'm in. All right. You're in? I'm in on that one. So our next match will be a tag team match. Tag team match. Because we love tag team wrestling and okay. on the gimmick table. We're going to have the best friends, Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. Okay. Taking on the strong hearts, T Hawk and L. Lindemann of o- OWE. Okay. Again, we can't say more about the talent level of OWE. Put them in the ring against a highly talented tag team of Trent Beretta and Chucky e. T. It's just going to be magic. Yeah. Just like the best friends and Helico Evans match was. This is going to deliver as well. Correct, yeah. So I want to give us some high-intensity tag team okay. wrestling. All right. Good there. So our next match is a grudge match. Ooh, grudge match. Okay. So if, if you followed Being the Elite, if you followed Roll the Devil or Nothing, if you followed any indie wrestling leading up to AEW's announcement, you know that MJF likes to run his mouth. Yes, he does. And there's one person in particular that MJF always seems to talk bad about and always puts down. That's Joey Janela. Everything back to on the Independence when he's done interviews. There's a there's kind of a docu there's a Joey documentary Janelle. out there about MJF. He always talks about how Joey Janela's trash. This would probably your I'm yeah okay. So. You have right. MJF who thinks of himself as above everyone. Correct. And Joey Janela, in his words, being trash. You can this, really build this up this, from now until uh, until. And this is where I think this is an opportunity that these two guys, or at least MJF, who's to me maybe not ready for that big stage of being the main. This is where I think a TV belt would work for. But it, 
But it tells All you... All Elite Wrestling and MJF, and this could, they could... This but it could tells you what AEW thinks about these two right. based upon MJF was the runner-up for the Battle Royal. Correct. He was the last one. Yes, he was. And the fact that Joey Janela is being showcased in a match against probably the hottest wrestler in professional wrestling today, John Moxley. Yes, he is. So these, yeah. and these were two of the original signings at the original yeah. uh, rally for AEW. MJF and Joey Janela was there. These two guys are going to be a big part of AEW's future. What a way to showcase them is getting them in the ring and having them have a grudge match. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. What's next? So I like. I said we, we like women in wrestling. Yes, we do. So we can't just have one women's match on the card, even though there's seven women in that match. No. So let's all a slobber knocker. A slobber knocker. Okay. Nyla Rose takes on Awesome Kong. You know what? I wanted this to happen in that in that women's match of Double or Nothing, and we it never about really quite this happened. When we watched Double or Nothing, what it would be if Awesome Kong fought Nyla Rose. And I'm giving it to you. Yeah. On my booking of all of all out. All right, I like it. I like it. Two powerhouse women. Because I I wanted it when they came face to face in the ring at Double or Nothing. I was like, here we go. And then it kind of not happened. The other ones came in, but I'm like, this is something right here. This is you can't ignore this right here. So, I mean, I think it's great for put these two in there yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. You can start a long feud between could, Austin Kong could, and yeah. Nyla Rose going mm-hmm. to TV. That way you have the two powerhouses not necessarily taking a back seat from the title, but put them in a storyline separate from the title. Right, exactly. Because, I mean, come on. Because I mean, eventually, Rose, I would say eventually Nyla Rose will be the AEW Women's Champion. At some point she will in her career. And I think this is the way point. to build her up to where she's the champion. Of the women's division and all the wrestlers. And I don't know if Kong's been wrestling in the independence or not or anything like that, but it's been some time. But to take one to push Nyla Rose exactly. to get Nyla Rose over, yeah. we put her in a program with, yeah. with Austin Kong. Sure, and you could run this right straight into television. You can run it straight into television. Because, you know, TNT loves the drama. Exactly. And all elite wrestling could bring it to it. So, how am I doing so far? So far, so good. So, so far, you're excited for the card? Yeah. So the next match. So I guess I could take credit on that last one, right? You can take. You were highly. <laughs> I just said. I just said let the two let them go, and then they. But okay, go ahead. So they're teasing us a hardcore match at Fighter Fest. They're teasing it, yes. But neither one of those guys are hardcore. One's not even a wrestler. No, and Michael Nagazawa's all gonna do is rub lotion all over him or oil all over him like he did in the Battle so Royal. So why don't we have an actual hardcore match at All Out? Since at All Out they're probably going All Out. Up to television. You'll okay. have the two guys that are on the roster who are probably two of the biggest hardcore independent wrestlers that are now AEW. We're going to have Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen in a hardcore match at All Out. Jimmy Havoc and Darby Allen. Two of the biggest hardcore wrestlers. Hardcore match. Okay. All right. So far, if, so good. If they're going to press the envelope and do that TV 14. Let's start off on the pay-per-view by going all out well, with a true hardcore death match. Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. All right. I'm with it. I'm down. I mean, if you're going in if you're doing that route, then you gotta go for it. Darby Allen is being showcased in his match with Cody Rhodes. Yes, he is. It just makes sense to put Darby Allen in a mat a, a high match on, on the card. Correct. Let's make it hardcore against one of the best hardcore legends current Legends of the business, Jimmy Havoc. Okay. Next, so if you watch Being the Elite and you watch Road to Double or Nothing and you watched interviews with Dustin and you've watched interviews with Cody and Moxley and and the whole destroying the throne. Correct. They like to take shots at WWE. Why should they not? WWE started it with the comments at the Hall of Fame ceremony, so let's one up them. Why don't we have? <laughs> you got Billy Gunn backstage. Might as well let him go. Why don't we goal. have the first ever? I mean, you got Cody Rhodes who had to be let for had to be free, and then now you got Moxley who's free. And trust me, the floodgates are going to come open, and there's some lot of lot of people that are going to be free, and they're going to they're going to see how all elite wrestling is progressing. Up to August and into their TV deal, I'm telling you. So <laughs> the next match is definitely putting a 
Middle finger in the air. You know, you know, All right, have got? the first ever AEW Survival of the Fittest Elimination Tag Match. Five on five Elimination Tag Match. Okay. This match? Tag match? So tag Five team. on five. So No. Oh. Survival Series So style. you're talking about Survival Series-esque. Sur- it's going to be called Elite Sur- Style. Survival okay. of the Fittest. Survival of the fittest. Okay, five on five. We have Brandon Cutler. Cutler. Kip Kip Saban. Kip Saban. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Ace Romero. Ace Romero. And Sunny Days. And Sunny Days. We'll take on the team of Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Brian Pillman Jr. Flying Brian Pillman Jr. Michael Nakazawa. I don't know if that's how even is, but I like it. Michael Michael Nakazawa. Sunny Kiss and Orange Cassidy. Okay. Five on five, survival of the fittest to one team is left standing. Let's just rub it in the face of WWE. Of WWE. Okay. And of course, with Sean Spears being involved in this match. Yep, he got his freedom. Look for Sean Spears to be the sole survivor in the survival of the fittest match. The perfect ten. Okay. Like it so far. What's next? Next. Now we're coming down to the EVPs. Uh, I was going to say, I have not heard of EVPs yet. So, Dustin Rose has come out and said that his last match will be at Fight for the Fallen. Okay. So we got to have something for, for, uh, for Cody to do. So this is just, to me, a dream booking match that I want to see. Cody Rhodes versus Ray Phoenix. Okay. One half of the Lucha Brothers versus one half of the Rhodes Dynasty. Ray Phoenix. Okay. Cody Rhodes, Ray Phoenix. Okay. Alright. The next match. We're going to have our AAA tag team title match. AAA tag team title match. The Young Bucks. The Bucks. Their titles against Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky of SCU. SCU. Wow. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, that's a shocking. Especially, I thought maybe uh, they'd give Lucha Brothers a shot, another shot at the Bucks, but I guess not. Okay, well, I like it. I, I have something special for Pentagon. Okay. So that's coming soon. Well, obviously, yeah. Our okay. next match is something that started to be billed at Double or Nothing, leading to TV. What a way to have a long-standing feud going into television. Yep. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Omega. Versus Moxley. Yes, I like it. Like it, like it, like it. So our last match of our fantasy booking. Right before the main event. Yeah, right before Hangman Page and Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship. So we we need to have a big pop, right? Big pop. And this, again, is a fantasy booking. Fantasy booking, but it could be reality. Pentagon takes on CM Punk. Pentagon versus... Chicago's own CM Punk. CM Punk. Now, I know what you say. Oh, it's Chicago. That doesn't mean CM Punk's there. Have you seen the logo for Starcast 3? Uh, it includes it his... It is Chicago. That's where he lives. But it includes his Stars and Stripes. Understandable. And there has been talk that there, there are is, negotiations there's reports for an appearance out there. at All Out. At All Out, yes. It'll probably be a one-off. But what a way to go into TV... To put a giant middle finger in the air on top of the Survival Series match, which I'm calling Survival of the Fittest. I like it. On top of Sean Spears winning that match, Ty Dillinger. Let's bring out CM Punk. Who's always said if he ever got the opportunity to get back in the ring again, a wrestling ring, he does. And we all know his hatred for the evil empire and the man who sits on top of that throne. Uh, Why not have it in his hometown? Hometown. Against one of the top independent star Well, independent prior to signing with AEW. Right. Stars currently in the business. One of the hottest stars in the business. Correct. Pentagon versus CM Punk. I like it. I mean, I've been saying if this, this is the opportunity. If CM Punk wants to get back in the wrestling ring... 
He wants to get back in the wrestling ring. This is the company to come do it for. Because we all know, Double or Nothing has said it. Everybody else has said it. The ones that got granted that left that company and became, they want, they want to their express their, their, uh, they're gonna express their hatred toward that evil empire, and uh, this is the one way that CM Punk can do that. So you know, I did put it up on our social media, the that promo that Punk cut several years, many years ago now, uh, when he got this mic turned off on him on Raw. After he put John Cena through a table, but uh, yes. uh, I put that up on social media because that's probably one of the best promos, like I said, in the modern era. It's and, the best uh, promo. The only thing that you could argue it compares to is a Dusty Rose promo. That's why I said the modern era. Because he still got the greats from Ric Flair. You got the greats from Ric Flair and the Horsemen. You got Dusty Rose. You got, you know, because we could talk about it all day long with NWA and WCW. But, uh. Let's do a show about promos and some of the greatest promo artists. Like we said, listeners, if you want to do it, give us some, uh, give us some ideas that can make the list on uh, some of the best promos. And we can, uh. And again, we can agree or disagree or. This this all out fantasy booking again is a fan- dance fantasy booking fantasy of all out August thirty first at the Sears Center in Chicago. With Illinois. my ideas of them wanting to go all out leading up to television, saying okay. it's on with WWE, uh, not necessarily to be the best sports entertainment company, but there's been some personal jabs back and forth. Well, there's personal jabs because you got people. Obviously, one of the the executive vice presidents has a beef with them. Um, certainly, John Moxley has a beef with him. Uh, that's you know, well, especially Cody having a beef with him, and you know, of course, Moxley with his beef, and uh, and this is so, all just and some of these things are just hints that I've seen on on different shows that maybe pop in my head. Oh, maybe this and this will be, you know, this will happen. Some of this is just pure. As a pure wrestling fan, I I want to see certain matches. Yeah. And if you're going to do it big, we're going to well. Do I'm it telling big you this, Dan. Looking at your card, you know you got your pre your pre show, uh, your pre show uh, into your main card with the surprise of the women's championship match, uh, which is to me they say that we're going to start with one. No, you can't because you got to get that momentum going into television. You got to have at least at some point, at least by. What we're talking? What October is when they were supposed to premiere it's on TNT. So you you, you want to start having your tag team titles in place, your women's title in place, and probably possibly you're gonna have a secondary well, title. Well, the thing I said, we're thinking probably a television title, the tag team title, and a secondary or, title can probably hold off a little bit just to get rolling. And the fact that they do have the AAA tag titles, but at one point AAA is gonna say, well, we need to have one of our guys, we need well, the Lucha Brothers, and we're gonna have somebody come up from AAA yes. and take our take our titles back. Because you can't have them, that's you know. True. That's that's my point. But, is that one point is thanks for helping us out and getting us out there. And but, my but at one is, point we need our titles back. But my you know, AEW. Let's see. Triple A says, you know what? Young Bucks are going to come over here and defend them because because they will. I mean, yeah, they. But will. maybe by New Year, we want our titles. At some point, they're going to say, "Hey, thanks, guys," but. Or, we need our titles you know, back. But don't they have a big show coming up next year in New York, uh, AAA, Madison Square Garden? That I'm not sure. I heard rumors that they might be booking a show at Madison Square Garden, AAA. If they and, do, that is in conjunction with all the wrestling. All right. <laughs> but anyway, you know what I'm saying. They're gonna, at one point going to say, hey, thanks, guys, but uh, we need our titles back. And I think eventually they'll lose them to the Lucha Brothers. I mean, yeah, that's you know that's probably the top tag team even in AAA. When you yes. look at AAA, I mean, there's some great, but that that they're standalone, which to me I think maybe you know at one point you probably could see the Lucha Brothers as all elite wrestling tag team champions as well. Exactly. You know, but yeah, this card that you've uh, that you fantasy booked is uh, pretty damn good. It's a pretty damn good show to kick off uh, to kick off their rolling into television. Um, 
I still, you still think they're gonna, they're gonna have a, because I mean it's from this is well no that's the first of September so they probably won't have nothing in September probably. I don't think they're gonna have a, a pay per view in September. They're gonna just. I think September they're gonna focus on using the YouTube channels of actually building building storylines story to, to roll into to roll into their TV deal with uh, TNT, and then obviously they're gonna have a very, they'll probably be settling in on a. The first pay per view in October. Uh, well, they October. said they're not going to have a pay per view every month, so they might not have another pay per view till December. Let TV a couple months to ramp up. Right. I think you're going to see the heavy. That's why I said I think September they're going to use social media and their YouTube channels to really as they've been doing all along. Yeah, but I think they're going to really use it the month of September to lead into TV. That bridge between all out and TV will be done through. You know the YouTube channels. Correct. And I think that's where you can build storylines, continue the stories that you started all out with, like like in my, you know, my fantasy booking. That's where you can continue Nyla Rose and Austin Connelly. You can continue John Moxley and Kenny Omega. You can start to build something. Like between the MJF and George Janela, continue on that. Continue on and, and continue maybe on you there. have maybe eventually you continue on and you have, like you said, a television title. Or maybe they have not a television title because it's used so much. Maybe they have what they call just an elite championship. That's what I was getting ready to say. All AW elite champion and just call it and just call it the AW elite champion. Yeah, and that be their secondary title. You know, like their intercontinental title. And you know, you can have guys like MJF, Joey Janela. Um, not even necessarily Brandon Cutler. That might be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc. Those type of guys in yeah, the mix. You can really build a mid card. You can really yeah. build a mid card uh, with this, and not just with this current roster you got. But like I said, this Sammy is Sammy Guevara. Kim this Sabin, is going to be an ongoing. Yeah. You're going to see more people, more wrestlers' uh, contracts come up, and they're going to want to. They're going to they're going to see what's going on and what all elites doing, and they're going to say, "Hey, I want to be a part of that." You know, there's been talk that you know you're probably going to see some more. There's been talk that Gallows and Anderson's contracts are up in in September. I would love to see Gallows and Anderson. I'd love to see them in all elite wrestling. They have not. They because them turned down contract extensions. Them two definitely is another one that needs really needs to get out of. They need to be free. And we know eventually that. When Luke Harper's extension is over, that that WWE bound him to, he'll be in all <laughs> the bounding that uh, hey, we'll just pay you to sit you at home. Because when Cody left the company, one of the wrestlers he mentioned by name was Luke Harper. So there's a there's a connection between those two, and I truly think when his contract is up, you'll see extension him. Extension they you'll put see him, him on, he'll be in all elite. His, I think uh, you'll see set at home and, extension. Yeah, so I think Gallows and Anderson yeah. you'll see there. I think when when the contract is up, you'll see the revival there. Two big additions to a tag team division, which the Young Bucks said, this tag division, they strive to be the best in the business. And you can get teams like Luke, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and you can get guys like the the revival. But and you know when, they're going to come. You know for a fact they're coming and as even, soon as they're done. And you bring guys in like Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze had a phenomenal match at NXT TakeOver. He's back on the NXT roster, so he can get some push. But when yeah. his contract's over, he's probably coming to all the I mean, I mean, it's only a matter of time. They're going to give opportunities to guys that have been there's, shackled and harnessed by the, by the also, evil empire. There's, to me, there's also a chance that you see Rusev in all the wrestling. <sighs> I've not been big of a big... I'm not very big, big on the Bulgarian. But I, I, I think he's another one that you could see when his contract. I don't know. I think Vince, using. Vince loves those big guys like that. He's still when Vince is still in charge. He, and another name that you could possibly see in all elite wrestling when his contract's up, because again, here's another name that, according to reports, is turned down a contract extension. Was Shinsuke Nakamura? You yeah. can see him in all elite wrestling. Yep, you can. Another one that and apparently he likes Florida now. He lives in Florida. His family's Florida there. Yep. He loves surfing. He, he he can still live in Southern Florida and work for All Elite Wrestling. I mean, their main headquarters is in Jacksonville, Florida. That's right. <laughs> so you're going to see this improve. You're they're going to have to get bigger names that are already established. For That's TV. what I'm saying. So you that's you, why you got I John see. Moxley. You got Cody Rhodes. 
Right, but you're going to need, like I said, all these names that we just heard, they're coming due, and you know, you're going to see a nation, lot more. You know, nationwide, not everybody knows the Young Bucks. Not everybody knows Kenya, which you're going to learn. Listen, I didn't know the Young Bucks until I started, like I said, until I started recently the last few years watching Ring of Honor. Yes. You know, but technically, right now, I heard whispers of Kenny Omega. I've seen Kenny Omega. I mean, we've seen him. What fifteen was it been? What 15, 15 16 years, years ago, ago now? Yes. When Ring of Honor had a, they had a pay per view taping here in Detroit, and we were there at and, the old state fairgrounds. At the old state fairgrounds, um, and uh, Kenny Omega was uh, in the pre-show before they started rolling for their pay per view Battle Royal, and then he was also at one point the ring. Uh, uh, the ring broke. The, the ring broke. He's the one to come out and fix the fix fix the fix the ring. So, Kenny Kenny's had a a career that's expanded and, and got bigger. Of if course, he want, got huge over in Japan, and uh, but now he's stateside again. If with, you uh, if you really want to look at seriously who they have that have previous TV exposure that people are going to know, you got Cody. Yeah. You got John Moxley. Yes. I'm being told they haven't signed him yet, but Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, and the pop he got is yeah. going to help television in that mid-card level. Yes. Yeah. People know that watch Impact and early TNA when TNA was good. Yeah. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. Yes. But, but and Ring of Honor. And Ring of Honor as well. Of, but that's kind of on a secondary level. But that's on a secondary on level. Top. So really, if, no, if you're talking big-time wrestling TV, it's... It's, it's limited. It's those three. It's Moxley, Rhodes, and Spears. That's it. Because That's when it. Sean Spears came out, the whole place was chanting, you know, and if you want to ask Matt Jackson how many people were there, 20,000. If you, every person in that arena was chanting 10, 10, right. 10. That's why I've always said, it's like this roster is going to start continuing to evolve. You're going to see guys that are coming that names that you've heard of before. And, you know, to snap, I, 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 Lucha I get Brothers what you're have TV exposure. So, but, with impact, but you yes. might need a few more names. Hence, if you can get CM Punk. Punk would be huge, and but it all ties into where Punk's. Punk wants to get back in the ring. He wants to get, he's made it perfectly clear. He's won it. He's said it before, a lot of times, but it has to be the right thing. And I believe this is the right thing. This is the right company for him to come back to. For him to um, to showcase him as the best in the world, this is the this is the place where to be. Straight well, and simple. And, good, and, and it's also forgot, and it's also going to be you know a big and I completely, middle completely finger to the Jericho. evil empire. Oh yes. Oh, we Chris can't care about Chris Jericho. So you got four guys that are world renowned known, and that's WWE world. So that's only four. It's, yeah, it's, four. It's so really, well, I mean, if Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are there by the time TV ramps up, I don't. I think the revival will have another year on their contract with Velvet. Luke Harper by the end of the year, you're going to start having yeah. some names. You know, you could firmly supplant Luke Harper in in a division with Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara. Because I think, I think three three guys that are not known coming into this that are going to get pushed as far as the Kim Pachi push is going to be MJF, Joey Janela, and Sammy Guevara. I think those three are going to be pushed to the moon. Right. And they deserve it. So, again, we're continuing to be excited about all elite wrestling and there's going to be more and more each week we talk about. Yep, as they're leading up to the Fighter Fest on June 29th yes. at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. So if we switch gears a little bit, we're switching gears. We're coming back here to the Metro Detroit area. The brothers of the Motown Indie Report. The brothers of the D were at Clash Wrestling last night in in Brownstown, Michigan, Michigan, at the Brownstown Sports Center for Clash, Clash to the Future. That's right. Yes, we were in uh, in the house there in Brownstown uh, to watch another another great show put on by Clash Wrestling. And uh, let's let them, uh, tell them what happened last night, Dan. A little brief a summary of what happened at so, Brownstown last night. The main event was a flux capacity ladder match, which was basically like a money in the bank, feast or fire. We talked about it last week. You had to retrieve the flux capacitor. I know it's kind of hokey, but that's that's their game. Well, I mean, and, and, Clash of the Future, it was based on Back to the Future. And you know. so, but... and. 
in Indian wrestling, I, I loved it. It was it's a, it, yes, it, it was. was. It was very good, and obviously so, they're going to get the winner of this match got a shot at a uh, clash anytime, anywhere, any, anytime, anywhere clash heavyweight championship. So we started off knowing that it was going to be Petey Williams, James Alexander, uh, Maserati Rick, and Dragon Greed. They had a match called Beat the Clock Tower, which was a triple threat match between Karam, um, Freedom Ramsey. And Mysterious Movado. Yes. Karam came out on top. He came out on top, so he was put so in the ladder Karam match. Karam was added in that ladder match. Yep. We also had the tag team champions, um, H3RD, who I love. I love these guys. I love Dr. Wrecking Ball, the manager. These guys Meat are just... Ball. I'm That's not, his nickname. Everybody calls him. I'm not Meatball. <laughs> I, I, you know it was phenomenal. They took on... Elk, who As they the, said, another open challenge because nobody in the company can beat them. So they had Elk and Cameron, which is the Cameron class Sky, cha- heavyweight champion. So Elk is the class champion, and and years ago, him and Cameron Sky were a tag team there. So they reunited to take on H3RD yes, for this open challenge for the class so heavyweight champ- tag team champions. H3RD kept their titles and went over. Yes, and after the match. Best friends, Cameron Sky turned on Elk. Yes. So it looks like and in the took future, the championship with and him. he walked out of Brownstown Sports Center with the Clash Heavyweight so Championship. So it looks like the next show, which they haven't announced yet, which would probably be sometime late July, early August. I'm consider- Don't quote me on that. I don't work for Clash Wrestling. It's probably going to be Elk and Cameron Sky for the title, the High Roller Ace. Good. The Ace High Ace Roller. Ace is high. Ace is high. Cameron Sky. So that match would be. And then we had another tag match, which actually started the show off. Kicked the show off. We had Lotus versus Demanza and the Devil's Right Hand. Eventually, Lotus has to get a title shot. They gotta get it. They gotta get one. This was a really good match. This is a really good match. You know, Demanza is is underrated for this for, for this Clash company. He's very talented. Yeah. And but eventually, you gotta have Lotus. Getting a very shot popular, at H3RD. very popular tag team. Uh, my oldest son uh, was in the house then. He's uh, become a Lotus fan. <laughs> yes, Lotus is over with the crowd. Over with the crowd. Uh, and it would be the perfect. But they're a very talented tag team. And it would be the perfect babyface versus heel match exactly. between H3RD. Yep. H3RD got booed out of the out of. The, I think I was the only one cheering for H3RD last night. Yeah, of the yeah. whole show. Yeah, you you were. They're, so. They're if, getting kind of old for me if as H, well. If H3RD ever wants to come on to <laughs> to the uh, to the giving table and get over, this is the show to do it on because I will put you over like Rover. <laughs> and I might have to turn it down a little bit with a three well, RD. <laughs> well, maybe Big Ben won't be uh, will be missing from that. Episode. Yeah, maybe I'll be missing from that episode. So we also had. The Clash Women's Championship. Yes. Nevaeh defended her title against the love of my life, Allison K. <laughs> as you I'm all in may love. know, you all may know her as uh, from Impact and uh, everywhere. She's the NWA Women's Heavyweight Champion, and also uh, she's also uh, Shine Shine's Women's, women's Champion. champion. Uh, so Allison K, AK47. And Nevaeh went to a double disqualification. Double disqualification. Uh, they both, uh, at the same time, pushed the referee down because yes. they kept he kept breaking them up. Uh, kept breaking them up as they were putting. Uh, uh, it, it got physical towards the end of the. It got game. physical. They actually fought right out back into the locker room area. So uh, this may may see these two down the road again in Clash Wrestling. I don't think that's over. And, but. When they wrestle again, I'm still going to be rooting for the love of my life. Alex. Yes, we know. <laughs> we also had appearance of the hardcore legend, quote the Raven. Raven. Nevermore. So we had RJ City and Byer Wellington came out and had a little, RJ City had a little party. A little party. Byer Wellington was his co-host for it and Raven... Do you know who Raven's partner? Was? I don't know, but it, they Raven called him Junior, so I called him Junior. I, called him Junior. I mean, he was like a younger version of. He was dressed like Raven. Same way Raven was dressed, blue jeans. And I'm sorry, I'm pro- I probably should have prepared a little bit a, a more. A cut for off, this. a cut off t- 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 shirt, and 
Raven called him Junior, so it was kind of like, you know, uh, you know, kind of, you know what, and I, I sat there and thought about, you know what, that's kind of like what this this whole title of the show, The Class to the Future, The Back to the Future thing, you know, the, the young Raven and the current Raven. Um, Mitch Hewitt. Mitch Hewitt, okay. Was the indie star. All right. Sorry, Mitch. We'll get it right next time. But Raven and Mitch Hewitt defeated RJ City and, and Briar Wellington. Yes, they did. With uh, Hewitt doing the Raven DDT to get the win. All right. And then our main event. Main event, the Flux Capacitor ladder match. We had Karam coming out on top. Karam, who won, who won the Beat the Clock Tower match. Yes. It was a time match. And uh, he, he won Dragon that one. Green. So he went on to catch the flux capacitor. This was a really good match. It was a very good match. It Dragon was back and Green forth. took a nice bump through a ladder. Nice so. little bump through the ladder. and uh, All these guys put their bodies in the line. And, uh, and it was a very good match. It was great. And uh, so Karma, was that his name? Karam. Karam, sorry. Karam. I like the guy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I don't, uh, he has the flux capacitor, so he has a title shot whenever, wherever exactly. he wants to cash it in. And that was last night at uh, Clash to the Future Clash Wrestling in Brownstown, Michigan. And when the next show comes about, you're we'll going to hear all we'll, about it on yep. the game. And we don't forget our friends over at the Blue Collar Wrestling Alliance. They have a, uh, a Father's Day show coming up in on Father's Day in uh, Wyandotte, Michigan at the Copeland Rec Center. Uh, doors open at 5.30, bell time, 6 p.m., and that one's called You, you Are the, the Father. So that's uh, Blue Collar Wrestling Alliance coming to wind out again, bell time, 6 p.m., and doors open at 5.30. And that's it for the Motown Indie Report. I'm Big Ben Brewer. Oh, we got to, we forgot one major thing. Dan, where can our great fans and our new fans find us at well you can find us on social media at twitter and instagram at brothers of the d1 facebook we're at brothers of the d you can email us at brothers of the d at gmail.com if you want to listen to us which we we're greatly appreciative of greatly if you love professional wrestling you can hear us on anchor itunes spotify google podcast Overcast, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. And we'll hope to hear from you. And uh, we are the Brothers of D. I'm Big Ben Brewer. I'm D. Dan Brewer. And we'll see you next time here on The Gimmick Table.